This is the piece. Here we go. The quote says, um, when you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person that walked into it. That's what the storm is all about. When you can't control what's happening to you, control how you respond to it. That's where your power is. That's where your power is. But uh, I need a beat. Yes. That sounds appropriate. Another podcast, you guys. The inconsistencies of God. Are they consistent? Drop that shit, Clark. I know my neighbors hate my ass. It's 1.36 in the morning, man. I'm sitting here making a podcast for you, motherfuckers. Anyway, let's go. Friday though, March 18th, end of the week, end of the week for some of you people, beginning of the week for others. Sobered in the mall, fluffle. Let's get into this shit. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Woof. What a experience. This all has been. This life. And now this uh podcast. Um, I want to thank my nephew Park JB for that beat. I could never extend my gratitude enough to you, my sir. Thank you, my guy. I think a light just blew out or something. Um, yeah, it's been it's been interesting to say the least. Um, not um, but uh, yeah, that's better. Uh, and um, yeah, it's been such a ridiculous ride that it's no longer ridiculous. It's just. It's just the ups and downs, the 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 the, the turns, the the three sixties, the barrel rolls, all that shit, all that shit. It's like sitting. Life sometimes can feel like you're sitting on one of those teacup rides back in the day at the carnivals. I, I'm I'm not even sure if they have those anymore. One of you soft ass kids uh, uh, uh fall off and scrub your knee and go and cry and shit. But, yeah, life is kind of like being on one of those teacup rides that spin in a circle, like, so, so fast as you try to spin the wheel, but actually being on a roller coaster also that's hurling through an un... 
an undescribable uh, uh, place in the word called time. The word called time. Yes, I think that's the best way. I'm a little sleepy, so so. But I had to. Uh, ha- I had to record something. I mean, I had to. It 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 it, it was calling. This was calling me. I've been up. Fucking with my MPC and having a little fun with that. But before we get into that, before we before I get before I get into that, let me see if I can pull a very interesting clip. Yes, I do have the clip. I did save it. Now, before before um all of this shit with the war went full blast. I was one of the first voices, and I hate to say it, but I need to say this shit, that acknowledged that we were going into a war after just getting out of a war, and not only that, I thought we was broke. So why are we sending money? You know what? This is who the flowers goes to right here, this lady. I don't know who she is, but listen to her. And you done showed the citizens of America that y'all is not for the citizens of America. Y'all is using these people for y'all own fucking agenda. Because they done worked in this country all their lives. And all you could find to get them when this damn COVID broke out was a $1,400 check. And you taking billions of dollars, sending over there to another country that ain't did a damn thing in this country for these people. These people in this, this country have worked for y'all motherfucking asses. Not them over there. And y'all want us to feel sorry for them over there and y'all ain't giving a damn about us over here? We want to get the fuck away from y'all. Point blank period. We don't like y'all no more. You're robbers, you're murderers. All you do is go through this land, still killing and destroying. And governing up all the fucking wealth from everybody else. And getting them to think, think, and thinking up all this shit to pull all the resources out this earth. Y'all will pay. That that's a clip from Rashad Rashad Singleton, and the National Reparations um, thing off of Instagram. Rashad Singleton. Now, I I just want to note. I want to note something very very. I want to make this very transparent, very clear. Um, maybe I didn't see one of their posts or something like that, and they had been leaning towards this before me, but. Our ideals and our beliefs are completely the same from what it is that I've seen from a few of the clips and not only from what she just now said. And this is a senior citizen black woman who is speaking into her camera very irate and and angry for the simple fact that as, you know, I'm not even as dark-skinned as most black people, but I get treated like a black person. So... I'm black, motherfucker, but but this is the thing. When you're black and you're in America, you're in the America, you're in the America, because you're not in America, you're in the America that is provided to you. You see, no matter what it is that you do, you're never good enough. No matter how fucking high you jump or how fucking far you can throw a ball or any, none of that shit, yet America loves its athletes. But let you have a stance or anything, you already know what they're going to tell you, to shut up and dribble. Shut up and make that money, nigga. 
Now, when we get to talking about politics and shit like that, the thing that's first thrown in our faces, we're not educated enough and we do not know enough. Listen, uh, me personally, I can't speak for anybody else because that's just not what I plan on ever doing on this podcast. But me for myself, I can personally say that through my own eyesight, I have seen slanted government in action. Slanted. Slanted. I've already told the beginning of my DUI story uh, uh, as far as me and my friend and the conditions of how his shit was set up because he had W on his paper that makes him white and I had B on my paper, which makes me black, and how all of that was set up and put into play. But as a black person, you also know another thing, and that's that even though you built this country, there is no respect for you. It is so fucking funny how the narrative is black people are lazy. It's still one of the most highly, uh, uh, what is that, uh, uh, tightly gripped beliefs in this country that black people are fucking lazy. And it bothers the shit out of me when you would call a race of people lazy that not only built this country, but continuously has worked through the ups, the downs, the smiles, the frowns, the 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 whole the civil shit murdering black people work their ass off to get what little crumbs it is that they have to feed their children and now now what you don't understand is this now after you're doing all that working and you're doing all that slaving and you're doing all that sweating and you're doing all of this shit to get by with your boss here comes an immigrant from a war that we ain't got nothing to do with that's getting a check that's more than your check, they getting that check off top. Plus, they can get a job and keep both of those money. Plus, their programs don't separate the family. That's one of the things that I don't hear anyone else speaking about is when these immigrants come up over here, from Ukraine, and believe me, they're going to be here. They're going to be here. They're going to suck the shit out of the resources out of this country, and I'm not saying all of the fucking resources, but enough to where the people who are already starving here will get nothing. They don't get shit now. So what the fuck do you think they're going to get when you add some more motherfuckers who ain't got shit that's running from shit? And you introduce them to this shit. You're going to get a shit show. So, black people just can't win. That's why she said it in the end. You, you, when the pandemic broke out, first we didn't have no money. Then we had, look, we got a little money. Then here we go, we're going to give you some money. And then right after that, a war started or a war was going to start no matter what. There's a part of all of this shit that's kind of being left out. I'm going to see if I can try to go through it without losing my train of thought like I commonly do on this podcast. I've been working on that, so please bear with me. No matter what, you can't win. 
You, you just can't. It, it, it. I said this in one of my, I think it was man versus world war. Uh, uh, I am completely opposed to America always wagging its finger and looking down its nose at other countries as if in we are really the greatest. I mean, we're, we're, we're the best. Yes, yes, yes. But when it comes to the greatest, I don't think there is a greatest country. I think with the help of all nations, some kind of way we could find a common ground of peace or something like that. But to be and to declare the greatest nation not only puts a target on your back, but it's also an ego thing. Now, now, when I say not the greatest, I know we're the fucking greatest. We're the shit. Believe me. We're all fortunate. If you're listening to this podcast and you were born in America, you, y- your soul or whatever it is that you believe in, your, your, your organic uh, uh, vessel, your organic vessel landed on the right soil, fella. Because I'm telling you right now, there's a reason why they call other countries third world countries. And that's because usually America has cut these motherfuckers off. And this kind of segues into what it is that I was talking about with more going on to this war that is not actually being reported. I'm not no fucking reporter. I don't get out there into the front lines and on, on none of that other shit. But one thing I'm very, very good at doing is examining facts and then coming to a conclusion that is probably the most probable one of all. The fact of the matter is this when it comes to the Ukrainian and the Russian war. We have basically put a, uh, uh, what is it called, a bottleneck on on Putin's uh, resources. He has none. Like, I think they eat, like, potatoes and shit over there, like, all the time. And, and it's kind of like North Korea and shit where they don't have power in certain parts of the country and shit. They're fucked up over there. Period. They're fucked up over there. And, and, and I'm not a Putin sympathizer. Believe me, he's a piece of shit. I, I don't know the guy, but from stories that I've heard about him, and that's another thing. Those Everything that we've heard about this guy is a story. Anyway, they're cut the fuck off, right? Stay on that. They're cut the fuck off over there. They have nothing. The, the, the neighboring country close to them, Ukraine, were, were in talks with NATO. You know the motherfuckers, all of the nations. They were in talks with NATO to become a NATO member. Now, if they were to become a, a NATO member, what that would have done is it would have made it possible for the United States of America to put motherfucking rockets and shit right there. We just blow the shit out of Vladimir Putin. Now, there's bad shit throughout this whole fucking story. No matter how you look at it, there's so many bad things at it. If you could only imagine a Putin standpoint would not being able to even seem like a fucking powerful leader when you're the fucking most powerful guy in that goddamn country, the most richest guy in that country, and you can't feed. You could probably He probably is barely eating like he would want to eat himself, let alone his uh, his, the citizens of his country. But then just imagine if the country next door to you was like, first of all, we're going to separate, and then after we separate, we're going to fuck with the enemy, and then we're going to let homeboy uh, call his homeboys over, and they're going to post up across the street from your house. 
That's kind of like what's going on from my understanding. I could be wrong. If anybody else knows how to explain it better to my dumb ass, I'm willing to listen and learn. But from what I understand is Putin, he has no other options, right? I mean, there's no other options when you're running out of food and shit like that. This is the backstory that they don't tell you is we may be cutting off all of his shit from coming in. We still are buying oil from him. Look it up. It's true. We still send that motherfucker money. So this isn't always all that it seems. That shit is much bigger than what it is that they're telling us, and I'm completely against the war when... (coughs) Shit. I was just about to talk about COVID, too. When we just got out of a fucking pandemic. But that's not COVID, motherfucker. I smoke new parts. Anyway, the, 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 the whole thing about not wanting to go to war has much more to do with just uh, uh, monetary things or financial things or, or even old money to slaves and land to slaves. It goes far beyond that. The future generations are going to hurt behind this kind of a war. This isn't something the, the, the way I've never been to war. I want to say that first. But the way I understand it is like every single war, it gets a little bit more gruesome and bloodier. And, and that's been ever since we've been documenting wars. So shit gets fucking crazy. So like in Vietnam, that was like a jungle war, right? But then in Afghanistan, Afghanistan, that's an urban war. So that's kind of like fighting motherfuckers in a desert apartment complex or some crazy shit like that. All of these wars, they differ tremendously. And we're dealing with countries like the Russians. The motherfuckers don't play. They do not play. Uh, I don't know if you know any Russians in real life. Meet one, motherfucker. The women don't even play. But... This is not going to be a very easily easily won war, I don't think. And not only that, Vladimir Putin is an old-ass white man with his hands possibly around nuclear buttons. And if you're old and you don't have shit to lose, why should you give a fuck? That's my theory. But it's just, it's just fascinating to me how quick we were able to just fork over and and the POTUS said this. If you follow the POTUS, that's where I got this information from. The president of the United States stated that just this week they sent over a billion dollars over there for security in Ukraine. But once again, how this little rant of mine started was just because of this. And you done showed the citizens of America that y'all is not for the citizens of America. Y'all is using these people for y'all own fucking agenda. Because they done worked in this country all their lives. And all you could find to get them when this damn COVID broke out was a $1,400 check. And you taking billions of dollars, sending over there to another country that ain't did a damn thing in this country for these people. These people in this, this country have worked for y'all motherfucking asses. Not them over there. And y'all want us to feel sorry for them over there and y'all ain't giving a damn about us over here? We want to get the fuck away from y'all. Point blank period. We don't like y'all no more. 
Yeah, you're robbers, you're murderers. You, all you do is go through this land, still killing and destroying. And governing up all the fucking wealth from everybody else. And getting them to think, think, and thinking up all this shit to pull all the resources out this earth. Y'all will pay. Y'all will pay. Greed is 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 a terrible thing and we all kind of suffer from a piece of it but uh i don't know i do know i had this new uh machine i've been having a little fun with it can i show you something probably can't even hear it i doubt it but this next little thing that i'd like to get into and before I get into that, I want to kiss that lady on her beautiful forehead. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying what needed to be said when it needed to be said. I want to go ahead and segue into some more clips this episode because I've seen some very interesting things that I've been documenting. I haven't been recording. I've been quite busy. With my job, uh, my families, I have like three immediate families. I have my mom's side, I have my family here, and then I have my dad's side. So three immediate families. Busy. Listen to this. This is Steve Harvey. Um, Steve Harvey is quite the fucking motivational speaker that I did not know. This is from one of uh, this is from a clip from it looks like in between filming of. Family feud, but he says some very, very poignant, very poignant and very eye-opening things that needs to be further examined and spoken about. But I want to just play this clip and let you, well, I want to just share it with you. And I, Thanks, Steve Harvey. Thank you. Success is not how far you got. Because, see, you're going to be disappointed all the time. Because somebody always further than you. So now you'll forever be disappointed. Success ain't how far you got. Success is how far you got from where you started. That's your success. You see? That little piece. That little thing right there. Success is different to us all. And I think that's something that needs to constantly be... Um. I don't know, it, it needs to be an affirmation to us all instead of trying to mimic what it is that we see on TV. Whatever it is that, 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 that drives us, because you find something that drives you. But you don't want to be that. You want to be your version of it, right? Right? But as long as you parallel yourself to that, my belief is that you can't get or you won't get to your version of success without you putting your little flavor on it, your little spin on it, your little thing. You know, it, it's kind of like what I'm doing with this podcast. I've used a whole bunch of different things that I've seen a lot of people try to use in their shit, and I've, I've, I'm trying to fine-tune it. it. It's coming together pretty nicely, you know, but that, that right there. What Steve Harvey said is, is, you know, it's, it's powerful to me because I've always looked at where I'm at in life, at in life, compared to other people. 
And just the simple fact of the matter that I was able to wake up, or I wouldn't even call it wake up. I was able to 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 do what it is that I've done so far and produce this podcast. Uh, try to facilitate some of the relationships that I've lost over the years and apologize to those who I felt needed the apologies and even expressed, you know, my genuine love for people that I know I genuinely, I genuinely don't dislike, I genuinely dislike, and I know that they genuinely, they genuinely dislike me. I still love you. If, even if you don't listen to this podcast, I hope somebody tells you that I love your motherfucking ass, you ugly bastards. But the whole point is you can't exempt, you can't parallel your life to anyone else's life because no one else has lived through your experiences but you. Harness everything that it is that you know you know how to do. And I promise you, you'll find something that you want to do within those things. Here's another clip for you, Steve Harvey. A flea can jump 36-inch vertical. If you capture the flea and you put him in a mayonnaise jar and you put the lid on it, the flea know one thing. I got a 36-inch vertical. So here he go. He start jumping, but he gonna hit himself on that lid. But after a while, after getting knocked down so many times, the flea makes an adjustment. So now the flea only jumps just to where he don't get knocked back down. He got 36 vertical, but since this lid is on, his environment got him now jumping nowhere near what he can. Them fleas have babies. Them babies is born into the conditions of the environment. Guess what? The flea is born with a 36-inch vertical, but because he see his mama and daddy jumping just barely to the roof, you know what he do? He duplicates that behavior. The flea never reaches his potential. Until you take the top off of your mayonnaise jar, you're going to duplicate your surroundings. Preach. That, that right there, those two clips put together for me. I don't know. I don't know if you're listening to this and it did, any, it did nothing for you. I apologize. I do apologize. But if you are listening to this and it did something for you, tell your friend. Tell somebody else. Send that message out there. Because those two messages put together, it's a very, very powerful thought is that if you if you measure your success from where you started from and no one else, you will find the true meaning of success. And plus, not only that, the only way to excel, the only way is to take the cap off. Remove yourself from no surroundings because if you don't, you're limited. That's what I got up out of those two clips. And there's so many more other things that I'm pretty sure I can pull the longer that I sit and the more that I listen to, to, to just that. I didn't know Steve Harvey was, uh, I know he's a comedian. I know he's a funny guy. But that, that's some real shit right there. I didn't even know if Flea had 36-inch vertical. Shit, they need to have Flea basketball around this motherfucker or something. But yeah, that's a very, very good point. It To me, it... it, it it means a lot. And like I said, I record this podcast for my kids. But anybody else that's listening, 
I'm pretty sure you can completely understand what both of those sayings can melt into. They can melt into so many things. I mean, it's 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 beautiful it, to me, to me. But you know, I don't know shit. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I don't know what to say neither. Um, so, it, I don't know. But with me, what's been going on? Let me fill in the pieces, the, the, the internets who don't listen. Um, it's been interesting, to say the least. Kid shit. Daughter who thinks she's grown isn't grown yet. Who would have knew? Um, son shit. He recorded an episode. I let it fly for a day. Took it down. Yeah. So if you got to listen to Friends 2.0, you got to hear Junior. But if you didn't, you just don't get to hear him until I get to recording under regular conditions to where he's understandable. Um, I got my motherfucking license plates with my motherfucking tags. And, you know, I, I've been, I'm not really, I don't talk that much about having my license and shit because I don't, I don't like to talk about my car because I think I'm, like, famous in my own head and shit. I'm a weirdo. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've been cruising a little bit and driving around and, you know, it's just not. It's just not cool. I don't know how that popped up when I got this bitch on silent. Um, it's just not cool when it comes to stupid motherfucking people driving their cars. They're, they're everywhere. Stupid ass people on their phones. I, I don't get it. I just don't. I don't understand it. Maybe it's not for me to be. Maybe I'm not to to. Maybe I'm not meant to understand stupidity. Maybe that's uh. The learning lesson that I should take away from that. I say it all the time. I understand it's stupid. I think I'd be stupid, right? Right? Yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Grab something. I had to grab something. But yeah, it's 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 been funny. I wanna <laughs> I, I I talked about this virtue signaling shit. I'm getting together these clips. So that people can obviously see, you know, what it is that I mean when people get on the internet and they try to make it seem like they on your motherfucking side when they not on your side. They just trying to get your likes and your follows and all that other fucking bullshit. But in, in the midst of doing that, I came across... Some really crazy shit. So we're going to keep going through these clips. Follow me now. Follow me now. Listen to this crazy shit. When you go to bed with that person, you're not just going to bed with that person. You're going to bed with every other person that person has ever gone to bed with before in their life. So just picture it's as if you're all crawling into one bed together. What if I want to have sex before I get married? Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. God damn. She said, I guess you better be prepared to die. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that that's how that's how uh, uh that's how um that's how sexual education used to be when I was growing up, kids. You, you, you just you're just gonna have to be prepared to die. I wonder where that white lady is at. And I wonder where that white dude is at right now. And why weren't there any black kids in there? I think that clip was edited. Feels racial. <laughs> A family in Mobile is upset after receiving a rude message on a receipt. They're calling it a form of bullying. News 5's Chad Petrie has the story. When you get a fast food meal, no one expects to be called a little ugly dude. We get the receipt and I looked at it and say little ugly dude and I'm like, really? Tanisha Bush says her son went into the Wendy's on Schillinger Road Monday night. Quintarius Brown says he couldn't figure out why people behind the counter were laughing before he got his order. When he saw the words, Lil Ugly Dude, printed at the bottom, he ran out of the restaurant. It hurt. It hurt my feelings. Like, it made me cry. It made me cry. You want to cry? You want to cry? You... This generation, I thought y'all got it out the mud or the dirt. Or the sandbox. I don't know where the hell y'all get it from. This is some bullshit. This is <laughs> little ugly dude. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. Stop that stupid shit. Stop that stupid shit on everything I love. But um, if you're scared, little ugly dude, you need to go to church. I'm going to let the pastor tell you, though. He's going to tell you. He'll tell you the truth. I'm 60 years. I, I've known some hoes in my time. I've been with some hoes. You don't live 60 years and don't... And don't spend a little time with a hoe. I can tell you about a hoe because I know some hoes. Some good church hoes, too. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Buy yourself. When you got big titties, buy yourself a good bra. You can't go to the uh, Dollar General store and the family dollar store when you got them 44 triple Ds. You can't. Look, you can't hold them up. You got to buy yourself a a a a a bra with a foundation. What do you call them good bras? You see, look, you know when a girl got a good bra and she got big titties, it got them eight little latches on the back. Hmm. Tell me, I'm sixty years. I I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Um, that's the sermon. I'm not going to. You take what you want from that. I just found it and shared it with you. Hopefully you found something of substance. I did. I cracked a smile. Um, oh, yes, this is another interesting exchange that I found a little bit more heavier. Since we went to church, I don't see why it wouldn't be, I don't know, why it wouldn't be too far left to talk about life and death. So here is a clip of Stan Lee and Larry King talking. A real, real short clip. Just listen to the exchange. It's very interesting. Are you afraid of dying? No, not at all. Do you think you go somewhere? Uh, no. 
the one thing I can't understand, I can't grasp my mind around, I feel when you die, there's just nothing. It's like when you're asleep and you're not dreaming. But I can't imagine nothingness lasting forever. That's what That's I... the thing that I cannot get. I can't grasp. To not exist yeah. forever. That makes you, that, that, that kind of makes you think, like, are both of those guys atheists or, or what? I don't know. I don't know what to think, but that saying, I've never heard that before until I met my sister, and she said something like that, too. She said she's not afraid of dying either, but not those sequence of words put together, but I'm pretty sure almost the same exact um, meaning or definition or something like that, or maybe not. I might need to play that clip for her and run it past her. And uh, see what see what she says. Um, this is the last clip I'm going to play, and I'm going to get off of here because I've been not running my mouth. But this is more of a clip episode, and this is just kind of the beginning of it. So, you know, here's one last clip. One last clip. Denzel Washington. Without commitment. You'll never start, but more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. Keep working, keep striving, never give up, fall down seven times, get up eight. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work. See you at work, bitches. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Yeah. It's another one of those things, you know. Working it out. But I thank you for joining me. This is live. But recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I want to thank Park JB for putting together that beat for the intro. Like I said, there's never enough gratitude. I want to thank my listeners. Please like, rate, subscribe. Hey, I don't care. Do something. Contribute, motherfucker. Do something. Do something with your life, man. As long as you do something with your life, I had to cut that off so that you can hear this clearly. Because I can't say it enough. It doesn't matter what it is that you decide to do with your life. Whatever it is that you decide to do with your life, as long as in the process you're not hurting anybody, and you're on the search for peace. This is another episode of Justice and the Peace. Thank you for listening. Peace.